my beautiful people, it's your boy Jerry G from HP coming to you live from Huntington Park, California. I'm high off my coffee right now. It is a beautiful Tuesday morning, September, like what, 14, I believe. And I hope you guys had a beautiful weekend. I was in El Paso, Texas, and uh, I had a fucking blast. By the way, I want to start off by saying thank you to all the new listeners who are out here. Uh, I got like three or four messages this week of of just new listeners saying, hey, new listener, just catching up, just joined in, and I appreciate you motherfuckers. The new listeners, appreciate you. All the old listeners, you too, fuck it. Um not for free. I appreciate all you motherfuckers joining. You people who are spreading the word. Let motherfuckers know. That's all I ask. That's all I ask. Just let motherfuckers know, dog. Hey, if I'm listening to this podcast, pretty dope. You know, check it out, dog. You know, people are always, now it's becoming a norm where people are recommending podcasts to each other. And I tell you the ones I listen to, I don't listen to that many. I stick to my shit, to my old head shit. I listen to Dodgers podcast, fantasy football podcast uh i like to nerd out and listen to marvel comic movies marvel movies mcu shit type because i like for them to i like that they break down the characters and the movies and the teasers and the spoilers obviously after i've seen the movie because again i've told you guys many times i watch this stuff i've never ever read a comic book in my life ever but i am infatuated by what the MCU specifically is creating, dog. This universe of fucking great movie, movies and storytelling that I get all caught up and I feel like a dumbass because I'm lost and I don't know who this is and I, should I be excited? Should I be like... So I watch all these like new rock stars. is a big YouTube channel about it. And that guy like listen to that food, dog. And then he has other podcasts where he, he has brings guests and explains and they break down and they what I like about new rock stars, dude, Eric Voss, he, I'm my way. I don't even know why I'm shining this for but he's got like three million followers, so what the fuck is a few more? It's all good. Uh the food I like about this guy is that he doesn't make you feel like an idiot. Like he breaks down, he simplifies these movies for you and has fun doing it, it's funny. And it just doesn't make you feel like, you know, like those nerds that think they know everything and like they just fucking feel, make you feel all stupid and small when they explain a movie to you. Uh, he's that guy to me, dog. He, he's very easy to follow. He de- gives you the details and then he references a comic book where they got that shot from and the character. And again, you just he's so easy to understand, bro, his nerd talk. At the end of the day, he's a nerd. And but he's very easy to to follow and it's very dope. I I get all into it like oh shit that's fucking that was badass, and uh, so yeah that's very very important to me. Hey I don't know I, again right Marvel what the fuck right I'm fucking forty one years old thick but whatever. Um, sports, fantasy football, uh, comedy ones again guys I don't get too caught up in the comedy uh, podcast. I just because I get really uh, where I, I I get worried about like. Like uh, hacking anyone, if you know what you know, uh, like copying anything that I hear from other comics, and you know a lot of these comics they're doing some of their working on their bits, and I do too. Like I'll throw out references and and ideas and and premises that I'm working on here, like I did last week about my brother being you know having troubles with the meth. Um, 
a lot of these comics do the same thing. So when I listen to them and they throw out a premise or an idea or they're riffing and they're, you know, obviously being funny and shit like that. I'm always like, oh, I could run with that. I could I could use that. I could, And I don't like to be that guy. I, doesn't, I don't feel good about it. So I just like, I, I kind of don't. I really don't uh, listen to many comedian podcasts, fool. Uh, the only one I could tell you I listen to is probably Bill Burr. And shit, dog. Uh, was Tiger Belly? Con el Chinito? He's pretty good. Uh, and that's pretty much it, dog. I don't listen to any of the others, fool. Like... Uh, some of the other guys too, especially some of the Latino co- podcasts, they talk too much shit and they bring other people down and other comics. And I'm just like, man, that's not for me, dog. Like, I don't like listening to that, you know. So I'm just like, I just, I, I stay in my lane. I, I do here. This is what I'm gonna do right here. I'll stay on this side. And I, I once I hear other people's podcasts like that, I'm just like, I get a little turned off sometimes because I see a side of them I'm not too happy about, uh, or. Or al, al contrario, or the opposite. I see something that I really would like to use, and I'm just like, ah, why, why, did we, why did I hear that concept? Why did I hear that premise, man? Now I'm gonna wanna, now I'm gonna have that in my brain, and when I'm writing my shit, it's gonna come up, and I'm just like, nah, nah, fuck all that. Dog. That's where I'm at. I know it's, it's it's anxiety at the end of the day. It's overthinking shit, but that's why, and that's why it's hard for me to like re- refer like other podcasts to people because honestly, I don't really listen to other podcasts like that. Um, I'm a fan of them. Like, I'm a fan of them specifically. I'm sure they're good. Like, Sebastian Maniscalco podcast. Fucking, uh, again, I'm not even a, a student of of a lot of these comedians. Like, I don't study other comics. I don't, I like, I don't because I just try and, I, I feel like I'm going to get influenced in my material by some of these guys. And I really try to avoid that as much as possible. Right? So, that's one thing that we, like, as comics a lot of comics too we just worry about at least me dog i don't want to like get influenced by other people's material because then it's like you're doing basically that material that's not cool all right i think i've said a lot about that uh but i think that makes sense uh but yeah that's what i nerd out but what i'm trying to tell you is that now for those of you who listen to this podcast party via the american wannabes which i of course i encourage you to listen along with Time Flies with Jesus Sepulveda and A Lot Cooler Than I Look with Mr. Cristian Zaragoza. That's our little MCU. That's our little world universe. The American Wannabes universe. So that would be AW. Uh, it's not a cinematic universe. So it's just AWU, American Wannabes universe. So I encourage you guys to listen to all that. And every one of our fucking podcasts is a completely different flavor dog is like that fucking ice cream right neapolitan it's a neapolitan right there's vanilla strawberry chocolate three completely different flavors and some people like prefer a little bit more of this a little bit of that a little bit of a blended all that shit that's good and then that's fine like not everybody's gonna be my fan not everybody's gonna be christian's fan not everybody's gonna be jesus's fan and that's cool that's one of the reasons we did this is because, like, we we realize that during American wannabes, you know, some people gravitate more to the specific person on the podcast, right? So then we're like, hey, we should do our own as well to cater to those people. And then those people could bring in some more people via that way, dog. It's all a mastermind, dog. We met for, like, 18 hours to figure this shit out as a team. 
And uh, yeah, and we all just we are like, dude, we all have different storylines behind us. We live a different life outside of American wannabes, and I think we should share that, dog. Definitely. And I, I was in agreement. Like, yeah, that's a fucking good idea. It's really hard to keep keep up with this podcast. That's why I simplify mine the most. Like, mine, I'm literally in my room, in my house, or in even my car, fool. Cause I get the best acoustics in my car. So I just go there when I have some time away from the kids. The kids are in school right now. Like, it's noon Tuesday. I did all my little fucking chores, cleaned up my room, cleaned up the bathroom. And I'm like, oh, you know what? Fuck it. Let's do a podcast while I still got this fucking caffeine high in me. But, uh, you know, Jesus goes all out with his camera. He's trying to make it big on the YouTube with his fucking uh, podcast, which is, you know, great. He's going after that YouTube money and YouTube views. And he's doing that shenanigan, you know. I know if I would go that route, fool, I would quit after like three fucking episodes, dog. I would be like, that's it. I don't have time for that shit. I, it's too much production. I would need help. I would need to bring people in. I would have to meet with probably bring, bring Augie, Ruben, somebody to help me. And I'll be like, that's just too much man work. Nah, wait, chingana su madre, wait. Let's just simplify it. This is cool little shit to listen. Kick it old school like AM radio, you know? Just listen to some fucking stories while you're heading to the, to the job, to the chamba. Right? While you're heading to pick up your kids or dropping off your kids or whatever fuck, right? Um Yeah, let's let's ease up there, baby. I will I don't think I will go YouTube for our and at least not yet, for not anytime soon, dog. Just people do as well. I don't do it through YouTube chat. It's a it's a lot, dog. It's una producción way que ahorita no tengo tiempo para esa madre, way. Alright. But I enjoy doing this. This just me, you Fucking talking shit. This is this is this is me. I like it. Uh, but with that said, yeah, all of us. So it's a universe. The podcast shit is is blowing up. There's a lot of great podcasts podcasts out there. I'm sure you guys. In fact, if you guys have any good ones that you recommend to me, I would love it. Dog, I would love it. Right. Uh, send it. Dog, send it. Uh, another one I like, like that's low key that I just found accidentally fucking through browsing. Is one cut I've mentioned it a few times before. Carpool's critic, dog. Carpool's critic is just a fucking three guys. They remind me of us American wannabes, and it's just three guys from Canada. These fools right from Canada, and they break down movies, dog. And they break down fucking cool old movies and new movies and stuff like that. And obviously, if it's a movie I really enjoy or a fan of, I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna listen and see if I agree with them. And all those, all three of those guys, I mean, they're different, you know. Three, one's like a nerd, one's like a producer, and the other one's like an actor. And so they all have different backgrounds, how they break down the movie. It's fucking badass, fool. So that's one fool I would, I would have you guys check out. And you don't have to listen to a Molly, right? They have all the movies listed, and you just listen to the movies you want to fucking listen to. Um, other than that, that's it, dog. That's it. Uh, had a great weekend, like I said. I was in El Paso, Texas, out there in El Comic Strip Club. That little club, man, has been around for a very long time. A lot of the greats have performed there, fool. But it's like, you know, it's one of these clubs that people, I guess, tend to forget about. And you outgrow as a comedian. And you kind of like, after obviously, you don't go back. But it's a beautiful place. Um, it's just very old school. Just feels like a real comedy club when you're in there. And he's made some upgrades to it. To it. He, uh, he, built a brand new green green room uh because that was one of the knocks of that club it had the ugliest broom room 
size green room. It was literally like a little six by six or five by five fucking little fucking cubicle in the back by the fridge, by the ice machine. It was hot. It was stuffy. It was the party voted the worst green room of all comedy clubs. It was so bad, like so that you would kick it outside, mejor atrás, outside in the alley of the comedy club. For you prefer to be there than in there. Uh, but now this year, 2021, doggy, finally after like being open for like 30 years, he finally built that green room, a brand new one. It's nice, super fucking nice. Um, but it's a it's a club that. I I really enjoyed Masquinada because because of the of the crowds there, dog. El Paso is a very you know it's, it's Texas, of course, and it's just that little little corner of Texas next to New Mexico where just people are just like more like just open and happy and chill and just you know it's a military town and they're proud and this and it's just people got money, everybody's got a house, rent is like six hundred bucks if you're renting is like. Just people are just out, like, what's up? Let's do something. Let's come out and have a good time. And everywhere, people are good. You're next to the border, so uh, Juarez. So girls go get their BBLs done right right across the street, you know. And so there's, like, hot-ass chicks walking around. The weather's always warm, so girls are always looking fucking fine. A lot of beautiful women there, you know. Uh, there's a little bit of thugs, a little bit of new school, old school blend. It's... I don't know. I can't speak enough of El Paso. I'm how impressed I am. It's a city that's growing. It's bigger. It's just... I like big cities, dog. I like cities where there's something always going on, where you go to different restaurants and shit like that. Bars. And this is what this little city is, dog. It's expanding. If you get bored of being there, just drive a couple hours and go to Albuquerque or Las Cruces or keep going to Arizona or go the other way and go to other parts of Texas. It's just like... I don't know, man. This is a little city that can. And it's uh, even though it's going through its shit right now, there's like crime is going up a little bit. Who knows why or what? And of course, we all know about the shootout at the Walmart in El Paso, which is right near the comedy club where we worked, half a mile from it. Um, So, yeah, you see the Walmart sign and you're just like, damn, man, that's where that shit happened kind of stuff. Um, But that's, you know, like like any big town, there's going to be fucking bad apples, right? Bad people. But El Paso, dog, props to El Paso, fool. Dude, I I took 64 shirts to sell and about 25 air fresheners and, of course, a bunch of stickers. Y gracias a Dios, wey, I sold out of everything, bro. Everything, fool. Every item gone, all right? And I thank you. That's the type of love and support that is in El Paso, wey. You know? No questions asked. People, how much? 25 bucks. Here you go, bro. Give me two. Give me three. Some food about four. And air freshener. Keep the change. Take a picture with me. It's just people just giving love, fool. Just spreading that fucking love. And you're just like, that's just, it's just, you just feel like, damn, bro. Like, thanks. You want to fucking do great on stage because of that. The, it just fuels you. And we did, a, I did five shows with Chingo. And then I stayed an extra day to headline myself on a Sunday. So Chingo didn't want to do Sunday. I'm like, I'll take the Sunday. I'll fucking headline this bitch and make some extra cash. But I was out of merchandise by Saturday first show done. Saturday second show, I had no merchandise. Sunday, I had no merchandise. So we sold all that shit in about three and a half shows. And uh, I can't appreciate you guys enough for that shit, dog. 
Um, I brought back the fucking I'm Down shirt, dude. Put a little different font on it. I really like it. You know, it's a cool little shirt. It's a fun shirt. It could be for anybody. Uh, you know, I don't like to put like my face or a, or anything like, uh, I don't know, or a big picture. I just like to just keep it simple. Fuck it, I'm down. Asterisk, censor that shit. Feel free to walk around with it anywhere you want. Even back to school night, whatever. And it's just a fun shirt, dog. A shirt that I would wear, basically. And so that's why I brought it back. And it's a good, it's a great seller, dog. I, you know, sometimes I take merch and I don't know how well it's gonna do. Like I was telling, it's not my weekend shirts. They didn't do too well. They didn't do too well. So I had to like regroup on that one. Um, like basically, I bought, bought a bunch of it's not my weekend shirts, and it took me forever to get rid of them. Then I tried the Wevon shirts. Wevon was just something that I thought was funny. Uh, you know, thinking of ideas of what to sell, and I just couldn't come up with a cool, you know. Uh, a cool fucking format for it, dog. I think Wevon is a cool little saying. It fits me and a lot of other people. Um, Wevona doesn't really go, right? You can't really call women Wevonas. It's more of an insult. Wevon is more like it's funny, right? But when it, So I couldn't make it like, you know, uh, gender neutral. I just couldn't come up with a cool little image for it. But So I bought like a few shirts of that and, you know, they sold... Because just people support, but it didn't go like as quick as I would like to. Because I knew that it didn't hit. Um, which, by the way, and I'm gonna throw this out to all my listeners out there. If you guys know, I'm looking for somebody to animate a picture of me. So basically, I want a picture of myself, like on stage or something, just my my silhouette, animated in cartoon figure, like basically me in cartoon figure. Uh, if you know anybody that can do that, yes, of course I'm willing to pay uh, on a discount price and a on a homie hookup. But yes, of course I'm willing to pay. I'm not asking for free. Pero if you know a plug of someone that can turn a picture of me into like an animation, because I, that's what I want my next either shirt or air fresheners. I'm sold out completely of air fresheners, sold out. And the bobbleheads, I don't really like to take bobbleheads out too much. They take up too much space. And I noticed Bobbleheads are just like for the really hardcore fans and followers, bro. So unless they like request it, like when I'm coming out to a city and people are like, hey, are you bringing Bobbleheads? I'll bring some Bobbleheads. And that's how it happened with like Washington. People requested Bobbleheads. So I brought out like six Bobbleheads. All of them sold out, right? Because people were asking for them. So I knew they were going to sell. But I don't like to just show up to places with Bobbleheads and people are like seeing me for the first time or if they never heard of me, why would they buy a Bobblehead? So... It was one of those situations. Like, so if you ask for a bobblehead, I'll bring bobbleheads. But if not, they just take up too much space in my bags full. And I don't want to risk breaking them or something happening to them. Um, but yes, please, if you know anybody that knows how to animate a picture, let the motherfucker know, por favor. Uh, I need to order more air fresheners. And that's the way I wanted to look. Um, I wanted a little cartoon uh, shot of me. All right. All right. That's what is that right here? Like 20 minutes right now, dog. So let's take a quick break. I'll come back. It was September 11th this weekend. So let's talk about where were we? Where were we on September 11th, 20 years ago, dog? I know some of us, most of us were born, right? They're listening to this shit. I don't think I have any kids listening to this. I hope not. My kids better not be fucking listening to this, you motherfuckers. Um, yeah, let's talk about that. Let's break that shit down for a little bit. I'm Jerry G. This is not my weekend. Listen to 
the ads. Vámonos. Yo, my comedy album, It's Not My Weekend, is playing exclusively on Pandora right now. You can listen to it entirely on demand and for free by just searching for it on the app. You can listen to it spinning all day, any day, 24 hours on Sirius XM comedy stations all night and all day. Sirius XM and Pandora is the audio home for comedy fans with tons of exclusive comedy albums and original comedy content. Check me out right there, bro. Just search my name. It'll pop up. Late. All right, all right. I'm back. Break's over, dog. Let's get back to it here. Uh, it's still Tuesday. It's still September 14th. A little late afternoon now. Evening. About ready to watch this Dodger game. Uh, yeah. Dodgers still two and a half behind the Giants. But you know what? As long as we're playing good baseball, stay steady. Win games we're supposed to win. Keep breathing down the Giants' necks, hoping these motherfuckers stumble, fall, and we take over first place by the by the last week of the season. That's my only hope right now, dog. Because, uh, like I've said many times, I don't want the wild card game, dog. That's the stupidest thing. One game elimination. Ugh, I don't like it, dog, at all. At all. You've seen how these Dodgers play every once in a while, bro. And they play ugly. The pitching, the hitting goes out of whack all at the same time. And that's what I'm afraid would happen on a wild card game, dog. So, yeah, let's just hope it doesn't get to that. But if it does, I'm pretty confident we'll take care of business. But I'm just going to be a nervous wreck that whole day and game. And, oh, I don't know. Whatever, dog. But other than that, we're playing good baseball. I was at the game yesterday. And, yes, yes, I'm back on a winning streak here. The last three Dodger games I have attended, yours truly, we have won. So now I am record of three and six. Yes, I've been to nine games so far. I'm going to tomorrow's Wednesday night game for Fernando Valenzuela bobblehead night. I will be there. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I average about 10 or 12 games a year, mostly bobblehead games. Uh, you could catch me at pretty much every bobblehead game that I can make as long as, obviously, I'm not out of town. And fortunately, most of those bobblehead games are Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays. They're rarely on weekends, rarely a Friday, Saturday, or Sunday bobblehead game. Um, obviously, for reasons that they want people to show up on a Monday or Tuesday, so that's what they give those giveaways away, which works out for me, dog. I prefer to go on a Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. That's the best days to go for me. I don't like going on weekends, dog. La gente se pasa de verga, güey. They're drunks, fights. It's just the people do the most on those days, dog. And I'm not about that life no more, dog. You know, Friday nights, pinche peda, güey. Fuck, the traffic. It's ugh, disgusting. Saturday también, güey. Llegan todos pedos. Ya llegan todos pedos al game, güey. And then Sundays are day games usually, 1 p.m. in the sun. I ain't down with that shit either, dog. So I try and stay away from Friday and Saturday and Sunday Dodger games. Monday through Thursday, I'm down. Those are the best. Um, you know, I get to sneak away on a, you know, just leave like a 6th, 7th inning, you know, 9, 30, 10 o'clock. It's a weekday. No one's going to talk shit. But if you leave early on a Friday or Saturday, people boo your ass. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I get recognized at these games. So let me tell you, uh, not not great. I got recognized yesterday. And uh, 
I bring it up because so these guys hit me like these cholos, right? There's like three cholos and a white guy, right? And then so they're like, hey, what's up, funny guy? When they're trying to remember my name. Hey, you're all that guy, right? And hey, who's well, this guy? The one guy we saw, remember? And they're like, I'm like, Jerry Garcia. Yes, Jerry Garcia. That's right. What's up, dog? Fuck, you funny, dog. Hey, can we take a picture, fool? I'm like, yeah, I got it. I actually shared it today. I actually shared it. Oh, but I, that, never mind it. But okay, I shared it. But so they were with a white guy. So they give the phone to the white guy to take the picture. And one of the cholos says, Yo, you've heard of Imagine Dragons? I said, yeah, of course. He's like, that guy's from Imagine. He's from Imagine Dragons. The guy taking the picture. I'm just like, what? But, you know, we're posing. We're all fucking huddled up in fucking arms and shit. Uh, posing for a picture. I actually put that picture up. Uh, some Cholito guys that are with Nikki's in it in the front. And so he's like, yeah, man, I got from Imagine Dragons. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm trying to remember. I, you know, I can't recognize the guys in the band. I don't know how they look like, dog. So I don't know if he meant, like... If he's a mixer, a producer, a sound engineer, or the Imagine Dragon himself, I don't know. So then I Googled Imagine Dragons after he left, of course, trying to see match the faces to the guy I just met. Because the guy said, yeah, he is. Like, he was like very like fucking nonchalant about it. Like, yeah, man, what's up, man? Nice to meet you kind of shit. So I was like, why would this Imagine Dragon be chilling with these cholos and shit? So... Uh, later, the, when they tag me on the picture, they like count, they, uh, you know, I, I put fire or, or 100 on the picture and they're like, hey, dog, whenever you need a lowrider, dog, we got you and this and that. They, they do like customs lowriders, I guess, dog, or some shit, dog. So I was like, oh, cool, dog. Thanks, bro. I'm sure I will need, be needing one when they went on my next fucking music video. <laughs> uh, but yeah, dog, I was just tripping out. And okay, so I looked up Imagine Dragons. I Googled it, right? The to look at their faces. And yeah, like the, the lead singer looked like him, to be honest with you. I, I, the lead singer, I think, was him. Um, I'm just not sure, right? It could just be all white people look the same to me. Um, but it looked like him. And that would have been crazy, right? If that was really him. Um, I, he, obviously, we didn't take a picture. He didn't really care for taking a picture of me, obviously, right? And then I didn't want to be that fanboy, like, oh, you're Imagine Dragons, so let me take a picture with you kind of shit. Turn the tables. Uh, no, like, so, right? So, yeah. So, we just kind of left awkwardly, like, shook hands and be like, okay. And then nobody else was going up to him. Like, nobody else was recognizing him. And there was a bunch of people, like, walking by. And, you know, people were staring at us taking because they were taking a picture of me. People were staring. So, I don't know. But uh, every time I go to Dodger Stadium, I get recognized, you know, plenty. You know, mostly in the bathroom for some reason, in the stalls, inside the fucking toilet stalls. <laughs> No, nah, but usually in the bathroom, the guys, hey, what's up, dog? I guess that's where they have like the, the like the courage to talk to me or say something, right? Because um, sometimes, like when I'm in line for a donut, people walk, walk by like they'll tap my shoulders or something. Like, hey, man, funny, bro. What's up, man? I'm like, oh, thanks, man. Uh, in fact, the the cholo guys like were like they messaged me like I'm sorry for bothering you at the game. I'm like it's not a bother, fool. Like why would people think it's a bother? You're not bothering me. I'm just I'm walking down the stadium like. I don't know, dude. Like, I don't understand why that would be a bother for anybody. But, I don't know. I didn't get, then again, I didn't want to bother the Imagine Dragon. Um, yeah, that was a trip. I didn't stay the whole game. I only stayed like four or five innings because we had American Wannabes podcast filming last night. So we were supposed to get together at 9. I got here a little bit after 9, like 9.15. I left the game around 8.40 or so, 8.45. Um, Dodgers were handling at the time. Three to one. After they took off Kershaw, we took off. Um, so, 
Kershaw looked pretty good. Optimistic about him. And, uh, yeah. In fact, it reminds me, man, there's some fucking uh, Giants fans trolling my ass on my IG. They want to shout out. Tu crees? The nerve. The nerve of these fucking Giants fans. Hey, how about them Giants, Jerry G from HP? Can I get a shout out? Man, fuck you. Antonio Viorato. F you, Jose Zamora. Shout out, homies. All love, fool. All love. Hey, man, it's fun to see the Giants and the Dodgers, you know, going head-to-head at the end of the season. It makes, obviously, baseball more fun. I know these motherfuckers are walking with a little extra pep to their step and shit, but uh, nothing but love, though. I'm sure yeah, they don't... I'm just talking shit, you know. Um, let me see how it case. Because I you know, love to put... I bought them Giants, Jerry G from HP, and I put trash, barf face, barf emoji. And they put, come on, compa, we coming in hot. Shoot us a shout out on the next It's Not My Weekend podcast or on the American Wannabes. Show some love, homie. I'm like, I don't know, doc. I don't know about all that, fool. I don't know about love. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Thanks, for. In fact, I got some other shout outs. Let me get to those right now, fool. All right, all right. I wrote some down before I started. Let me see here. Of course, of course, I have the wrong paper. Right, here we go, here we go, here we go. Let me see here. Shout outs to, uh, I already got Jose Zamora. Uh, Chrissy Brass from Chicago, Illinois. Yo, bobblehead, your t shirt is on its way. Thank you for your purchase. Uh, David Lopez, always an OG from Phoenix. Another motherfucker chose me with the Phoenix Suns. He like get those diamond back. I know. I think he's a. I think he's a Dodger. No, he, I forget. But he chose me with one of those teams, Phoenix Suns. Yeah, right. All right. Uh, then we got Kiko Quiroz, dog from San Jose, California. Uh, he bought tickets for San for my San Jose Improv October twenty eight. Okay, tickets are now on sale. That's for you, Jose Zamora and Antonio Viorato. Y'all better be there, fool. Uh, they're also from the uh, Bay Area. Uh, yeah, San Jose, I'm coming October 28th, dog. Shout-outs to uh, ese compa. Uh, Shout-outs to Jamie, young lady. Jamie from the IE Inland Empire. Sar- she goes by Sergeant's Wife on IG, which obviously uh, really kills uh, a boner, right? When the... When a hot chick's name is something wife, something, something, man, you know, something, something, missus, missus, something, something, something. Those are the words, right? Especially when they're hot. I'm like, why? Why are you teasing? Why? Why? Why you got to flex that you're married? Anyway, um, she gave some mad love on the IG. Give me some love for my brother, what my brother's going through and shit. Oh, she's actually a new listener, too. She said, just listen. I just started listening. A ver, let me see if I can find the... Nah. Let me see here. Uh, I don't understand. Oh, here it is. Let me see here. Uh... You never disappoint. So far, so good. To be honest, I love hearing you and Jesus. And then she talk, got into some other old school shit. And then she, her mind started wandering because she's old, I think. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. She started talking about some other shit. And then, uh, but I look forward to hearing and seeing you around. Keep killing it in the biz. Um, yeah. Thank you, Jamie. So, no, pues así estamos, güey. Así es la vida. Um, Thanks for all the guys. Thanks for all the love, man. Motherfuckers. Little shout outs there. All right. So before we went on break, 
I, I asked you guys, where were you on September 11, 2001? Can you believe it's been 20 years already, dog? 20 years, fool. Uh, I, thought 20, I thought it was 20 years last year, as a matter of fact, but my math was wrong, right? I think a lot of us thought that too, right? Being 2020, you're like, it's been 20 years. 2001, that fucking thing happened. As for me, I was a young buck. I was 21 years old, working at Hooper Avenue Elementary School in South Central Los Angeles. All right? Uh, I love this job. I started working there when I was 18, and I worked there until I was like 24. I worked there a good five, six years, dog. And I've talked about this before. That's where I met my first baby's mama, my, my wife. I met her there. She was a sister of a little kid. That went to that school. You know, she had her sister. She would go pick up her sister. And, uh, yeah, no. Yeah, no. Jerry G. Charm kicked in. Uh, I think I met, I think I've shared this story before. Actually, she would come with her friend, right? So it was her. She was cute. And then she had her friend, a girlfriend, right? And low key, you know, I liked the girlfriend more. Only because she looked ratchet as shit. She looked like a little hood rat. She looked like she was down to put out. You know, my future baby's mama was a good girl. She looked like a good girl, you know. Uh, decente, pues. You know, values. Pero yo en ese tiempo, ajorneado, right? I, I see two girls, both of them cute. I'm going to be like, let's go for the easy one. The one with the heavier makeup. The one with her titties popping out, Right? The one that wants to show off that fucking little body. Let's go for the easy kill. Not the girl with the hoodie sweater. Right? That's decent. Pretty face. No makeup. Why would I want to put myself through there? Why would I want to work hard for the putang? Why? When this one right there is there ready for the kill. Just to take. So, to be honest with you, that was my... That was going to be my my approach, right? My angle was going to be like, you know, talk to both, but really go for her, for the easy one. But, uh, and I'm, you know, obviously I made the right decision. Um, her little sister, uh, you know, cute little girl, she would come up to me like, hey, my sister thinks you're, you're cute, this and that. And I'm like, which one's your sister? The one with the sweater, the one, you know, la decente, not the one with the little fucking tube top, tube top. With the titties popping out. No, not her. The one with the sweater. You know, in the summer. <laughs> Anyways, I'm like, uh, oh, yeah, she's cute. Your sister's cute. Yeah, tell her, say, what's up? That's the only reason I kind of like, fuck it. I get, she's interested. She's sending the vibes. I'm going to go with, you know, that right there, right? And I'm glad I did. The other one was, yeah, ratchet ass fuck. Um, yeah, no, like, glad I didn't fuck with her. And I... You know, ended up talking to... She was only like 19, 18 at the time. Young. I was fucking 21. Um, and the rest is history. The rest is history. We would go out. She was my she was my one, you know? The number one. And, uh, you know, being a dumb kid, young kid, we would break up, make up, break up, make up, break up, make up, break up, cheat, make up, rinse and repeat, dog. Over and over. All the way to like 26, 27 when we got married. So 
But anyway, that was the start of it. I love that job, bro. I love that job, man. I, I've, I've told you guys before, man. I, I was the, at the peak. You know, obviously that was before comedy. So I had to find other ways to get laid. And the way it was for me was just being a fucking cool ass te- uh, teacher assistant and after school sports coach. And I would just coach all these kids and mucky and flirt with the moms, flirt with the sisters, flirt with the tias, flirt with the neighbors, the cousins. And I was like, man, I was dating like so many chicks at the time, man. I'm, I did it, man. Like the nurses, pinches, chicks that worked at Pizza Hut, fucking college chicks, uh, nerdy chicks, chola chicks, party girls, fucking girl with three kids, girl with virgin girls. Man, I, everything, fool. Everything, dog. Even married chicks, even a couple married chicks, they slid in there, fool. Uh, yeah. I dated, like, a mom and then their daughter. Like, I, I remember I was, like, 23. There was this lady that was, like, 30 fucking six. And I was fucking with her for a little bit. And then she made the mistake of sending her 19-year-old daughter to pick up her other kid from school. And I'm like, oh, for sure. And I started talking to the 19-year-old daughter. Oh, man, I ended up hooking up with both separate times. Great times, man. Just great, great times. Um... Hooked up with teacher assistants, substitute teachers, other TAs, other girl coaches, uh, office receptionists. No, manches, wait. Uh, nurse? No, I never had a nurse. Uh, counselor, maybe. I think I, I fucked around with a counselor. Yeah, dog. It was uh, special ed fucking TAs. Oh, man. It was good times, bro. Good times. I was, I was fucking on the reg between... 20 to 25 I eh? like I figured something out there for a while where it's one of those like it's just you you're, no fucks were given guys no fucks were given at that time and I had money nothing to spend it off for I had a 1993 fucking Honda Civic no it was like a 96 Honda Civic and me la pasaba picking up chicks every day full like every fucking weekend dog picking up one chick taking her to the movies picking another chick taking her to the club picking another chick taking her to the bar picking another chick straight to the fucking momo man dog great times and i had a girlfriend during this whole time <laughs> my baby's mama nah nah that's fucking savage but yeah fool i mean i mean yeah obviously i would cheat uh we do what we can what we do dog at that time right and uh at the end of the day, she was my main one, though. She was the one. She was the one that was the smartest one, the prettiest one, the homebody, the good girl, dog, the good girl, the one you bring home to mom, fool. That was the one. But I was always, I mean, walling out, dog. I was getting all this attention from girls. And, you know, this was before MySpace. I never fucked with MySpace. I never had a MySpace because by the time MySpace was a thing thing, I was committed to my baby's mama, basically even married or living together at the time. So I couldn't fuck around with a MySpace. And I knew that MySpace was going to get me in trouble. I knew once I, if I get on that, that's all I'm going to be using it for is trying to fuck. And I can't no more. My girl's pregnant. I got a baby. Like, I can't, dog. I can't no more. So I never fuck with MySpace. And I, I went to Facebook, but that's after I started doing comedy. I got a Facebook. Um but anyway, September 11th, I was there. I was at that school. So my job was, I was a campus aide. For those of you guys who know what a school, uh, 
people personnel do. I was a campus aide. Basically, I was just a guy who walked around the school like a security, you know, haciendo uh, errands. I was I was a do it all guy. I did everything for those fools, dog. Yo decía todo, way. So one of my jobs was to open up the gate and check the kids in in the morning at 7.30 in the morning. So I would go in at 7.30, 7.25 to be exact. I had to be there five minutes before the bell rang. I had to be right on the dot, 7.30 to open up that gate. Crudo or no way, me valía madre. I was never late for that because they relied on me, fool, for them to open up the gate right at 7.30. If not, I would hear it from the parents, the teachers, the principal. Nah, wait, no mames, wait. I never wanted those problems. So I was there always on time. I would open up the gate. And uh, that was my job, fool. So... I got there that morning, and I think the attacks had happened already, right there, three hours ahead of us, and I had no idea. I had no idea. Yo llegué, because I would drive into work, listening to my CDs, you know, just fucking bumping Tupac, Biggie, whatever the fuck, the Dog Pound, Tigres, Bookies, whatever the fuck, and I would be bumping my music and shit, and then, so I'm not listening to the radio, I'm not some old head, you know, so I'm fucking got my CDs there. Whatever, so I had no idea what was going on. Get in my car, drive to work. It's like a 10-minute drive. Get there, park, walk into the fucking, you know, I'm half asleep. Take a 7.15, 7.20. I get to the gate, and then there's all these people are nervous. or It's getting out. It's spreading. And then other teachers are like, oh, my God, you see what's going on in New York? What the? We're being under attack. And I'm like, being under attack? What the fuck y'all talking about? And we turned the TV on, and sure enough, the first tower was already crashed into and havoc was, you know, panic was coming. Honestly, dude, I was just like, yo, man, we're literally in South Central Los Angeles. We're on Hooper Avenue and Vernon Adams fucking Crenshaw. No, nah, not Crenshaw, but, you know, Slauson. We are in the hood hood. Like, ain't no Al-Qaeda or Osama bin fucking Laden, whoever the fuck it was at the time they were saying, is going to come fuck with South Central Los Angeles for you know, like maybe Hollywood, you know, pinche downtown LA. Yeah, but not fucking, not fucking, uh, not, not fucking South Central Los Angeles, fool. So I wasn't scared, dick. Like, they're not gonna fuck with little Morenitos and Paisanitos, way. Then why? Really? Come on. So, but, you know, we had to be a little bit, you know, attentive. So I was, and I was worried for the kids. I was, I want to make sure the kids were good and that the kids were crying, panicking, scared. People were scared. Again, of course, in the back of my mind, I was like, man, what if they do come? I mean, we're in L.A., but they're not going to come to the ghetto, Dick. They're not going to bomb the ghetto, fool. They're going to bomb the buildings, Dick, which we're like 10 miles away, fool. Relax. So, anyways, we got through the day and it was amazing. Amazing time, uh, just seeing everybody's reactions, crying, panic, craziness, fool. And uh, we, you know, uh, it was the saddest time, fool. Just I remember do going home and my family had the TV on. They all had the TV on. You know, everybody's worried and shit. And again, I'm then I go, guys, we're in Huntington Park. We're going to be okay, you know. Um, but now we, we got... Uh, I remember the, the one that impacts me the most is the view of people jumping off out of the buildings, right? Pinche Channel 34, Pinche Telemundo y Univision, they don't give a fuck, right? They're showing all these people jumping off the building. Eventually, all the English channel news stopped airing that, but the Spanish news didn't give a fuck. They, they you know, and it's okay, me impacto más, man. I was really impacted by all the poor, and, oh my God, people that were jumping out of the building. 
oh, like just giving up, fool. Like obviously, and you think, why jump? Why are you jumping? Hold on, stay there, wait. But nah, wait. There was there was nothing they can do. They were never gonna get to them, dog. Uh, there was a hole. There was a hole in the middle of the building, fool, and they were on top of that hole, fool, uh, over that. Like there was no coming out of there, and they're burning up in there, fool. And so, nah, wey. Pero eso sí me impactó lo más, wey. Like por esta gente, wey, volando, wey, as they're falling down, fool. And ugh, that's the one that got me, dog. But it was tough, fucking difficult times, fool. I don't even know how we moved on from that. I look back, it's like, how the fuck did we move on from that? Because apparently there was like baseball games like three days after that, like 2014. I mean, 2014, uh, September 14th. And I was like, ugh, that's a little soon, dog. But I guess we weren't bitches back then like we are now. Um, yeah, I just, I remember being numb. I remember no planes were flying at all. I remember being on high alert at work. And uh, I felt like my job meant something, too. Like, I, I felt like kids were relying on me for their safety. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know, that felt cool, right? I felt a little brave. I felt like, you know, I was one of those... Heroes, um, like NYPD hat, fool. Uh, I never got one of those hats, but uh, yeah, I was. I felt like a little bit of a hero going to work and making sure the kids were safe and uh, kids were coming to school and they were gonna be good here. And I love that. I love working with kids, man. I love working with kids, man. I love making them laugh, conversations, and I was a very popular staff member there for uh, people who know me personally who know like i was a very popular employee there like all the kids knew me all the staff knew me all the teachers knew me all the cafeterias plant managers custodians nurses everyone knew the fuck jerry g was and because i was a guy the go-to guy for everything for every event i would MC it i would lead events i would do haunted houses i would do sports events i would do college basketball brackets super bowl pools parties getaways happy hours wait i was like the in charge of all that fool all that dog i was living lit up and i love that fucking job bro loved it dick i don't even remember how much i got paid fool i would just just love it fool I had a hard time letting go of that job, fool. Um, but I, I was, I was outgrowing it, dog. It's a, it's a young man's game, right there. And sh- there should be no thirty-year-olds fucking working securities on campus, <laughs> uh, school campuses. But I loved it, man. Uh, Hooper Avenue in elementary school, dog. Hooper, super Hooper Cougars. Um, in fact, you know who was also, you know who also worked there before my time, of course. In the early 90s Was Dr. Dre's brother The one that passed away Apparently he was also a campus aide as well That's one of the things they told me when I went there When I worked there Because um, I worked there from like 98 To like 2004 dog. And apparently Dr. Dre's brother were like uh, 90, 1990, 91 He worked there um, Before he passed away Interesting right Fun fact Um all right, I got to go. My phone is blowing up. I missed like three phone calls during this. And we are... Oof, hold on. Let me see here. Uh, yeah, 26 minutes. All right, quick lag, final final. I'm going to cut it there. Where were you on September 11, 2001? It was cool to hit me up. Um, guys, I'm going to be Phoenix, Arizona, September 23rd with Los Toxicos. I'm going to stay a few extra days September 24th and 5th, I'll be in Tempe, Arizona. Look up my website, ComedianJerryGarcia.com for details. If you can't make it Thursday, check me out Friday and Saturday in Tempe. 
Sunday, September 26th, I'll be in Oxnard, California. Oxnard Levity Live Comedy Club. Please join me there. Tickets on sale now. And then I will be in uh, San Diego with Los Toxicos. San Diego Laugh Factory, October 1st. The 2nd, San Jose Improv, October 28th. Fool. I got a few other dates coming up that I'm going to add to that. And uh, not to Los Toxicos, to myself on my shows. I'll keep you guys posted. Like I said, Los Toxicos, this is a little trial run. We'll see how we do with money and all that. And if we think it's worth it to keep going, we'll keep going, dog. So please get your tickets and uh, we'll take it from there, man, all right? Love you, motherfuckers. Y'all be good. And uh, I'm out of here. Jerry G. Late.